0: In the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Some time ago, uh, I saw this uh, icon and it it was very old. It had been in somebody's home or maybe multiple homes for many, many years. It looked very faded. It was very hard even to make out who was depicted in the icon. You could tell it was a single saint, but it was very, very faded. And this icon was taken by someone who had the talent and the ability to restore icons. Now, when I saw the icon originally, I thought, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they can do, but I I didn't anticipate a whole lot because of how faded it was. It was was kind of like when you ran something through your printer and you're basically out of ink. I mean, you can kind of make it out, but not really. And... WHEN THIS PERSON BROUGHT THE ICON BACK, IT WAS AMAZING. IT WAS RADIANT. IT WAS BRIGHT. YOU COULD SEE EVERYTHING. I HAD NO IDEA HOW THEY DID THIS. IT WAS LIKE THE ICON WAS RESURRECTED AND BROUGHT BACK TO LIFE. TODAY WE CELEBRATE THE HOLY FATHERS OF THE SEVENTH ECUMENICAL COUNCIL. This council defended icons. It defended the use of icons. It defended the use of icons in our churches and in our homes and on our vestments and in our Gospels and everywhere where it's appropriate to have the holy icons. It talks about how the icons are a reminder to us, an inspiration to us, A call to us when we see the ones depicted in the icon, we are reminded of their prototype. How many times we've walked through our homes, and hopefully we have icons in our homes. We have to have icons in our homes, folks. And we not only need to have icons in our homes, we need to take time to stand in front of the icons in our homes. And not only do we need to stand in front of the icons in our homes, we need to pray in front of the icons that are in our homes. But how many times do we not struggle with a thought or a temptation or a desire maybe to be grumbly to a family member or maybe to say something uncouth and we pass in front of our icons and we have the sense the Lord is watching. His mother is watching. Saint Paul is watching, whoever it may be. The Archangel Michael and we pause for a second because we have this sense with the holy icons too that they are not just religious art but they are a presence. We have the sense that the saints are present with us in a powerful way through the holy icons. Now when we sense in the church, you see us. we sense all the icons and then we sense all the people We sense all the people because you are icons, because people are also icons, images of the living God. St. Gregory the theologian, he talks about in his poetry about our understanding of the soul and our understanding of the human person. And it's very beautiful poetry. And he talks about how God How the thoughts of God from the mind of the Father were spoken by the word of God, who is the Son, and a world came into being. And then he goes on in this poem and he says, And God speaks to his angels, those who are immortal by grace. And he says, we need to have a being in between these two worlds the material world and the spiritual world, the mortal world and the immortal world. And he takes some of the newly formed earth, and after fashioning it, he breathes into it his divinity. He breathes into it his divinity from his Godhead. And there is created mankind, who is between mortal and immortal, who is in between the material and the spiritual, having both realities present. And then it says later in the poem that it was pleasing to God to put his image on earth, on earth as in dirt, on soil. Think about that for a second. Every human being is the image of God. And so you hear in the in the scripture readings today that we are to bear much fruit as the people of God, that we are to be ready to serve those cases of urgent need. We know from the scriptures what is the first commandment, The Goyans were asked this the other night, I know. I talked to Father Bryce. What is the first commandment? She's helping you out. To love the Lord your God, right? And the second is like it. To love your neighbor as yourself. This is what it means to bear fruit, to be fruitful. We hear in the gospel reading that the good soil... Are those who hear the Word of God with an honest and good heart and they bring forth much fruit with patience." We are called to bring, much, bring forth much fruit for our brothers and sisters and for ourselves and to recognize in every human being we come across the icon. Now, We chant a hymn in our memorial service. We chant a hymn that that says, I am an icon of your ineffable glory, though I bear the marks of my transgressions. Sometimes we become like that old icon, faded, maybe dusty. But then we continue to pray, renew me again, restore me, to that original beauty. That's the work of God. He's restoring us in Christ to our original form, our original beauty. He's restoring that icon in us. He's making it bright. He's making it radiant. He's making it beautiful. Our call is to cooperate with that restoration. And by cooperating in it, we love him and we love our neighbor And we serve those who are also the icon of God. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.